As a developmental democracy, it remains our constitutional obligation, both in letter and spirit, to ensure that all sectors of our society across all regions of South Africa are brought on board, participate in a given space to seize the opportunities that are created through the platforms that we establish, and in this context, our participation in the BRICS Forum. It is thus important that we all continue to ask the question that must be responded to by all of us seated here. What are the tangible and intangible benefits, including opportunities for the ordinary members of our communities, labor, capital, SMMEs, cooperatives, and most importantly, our young aspiring entrepreneurs? Can this participation into the BRICS assist in addressing our societal challenges, both of poverty, inequality, and unemployment? Can this membership that South Africa has chosen to join BRIC assist us in addressing in the, the myriad of other challenges that we are currently faced with, including the energy instability that we see, as well as challenges of food insecurity and water insecurity? What does it mean? for South Africa to be part of BRICS. Earlier on, the executive mayor gave background to the establishment of BRICS, which led to the inclusion of South Africa. And as I say that, in South Africa, this is a month that is very critical, not only for us, but also to the continent that we are part of. It is known as the Youth Month. And therefore, it is important that all discussions take into consideration that Every country, every continent in the world that is serious about building its own cohesion, it must therefore invest in its youth. As we chart the way forward for our continued participation in BRICS, let us heed the words of one of our continent's popular Africanist leaders and thinkers. You know, it's not all times that we have leaders that are thinkers. And in this context, I'm talking about Amilcar. Cabral, and I would like to quote him, always bear in mind that the people are not fighting for ideas, for the things in anyone's head. They are fighting to win material benefits, to live better and in peace, to see their lives go forward, to guarantee the future of the children, and a close quote. If not then, our role in BRICS becomes nothing more than a space for the elite few involved in the practice of international relations, think tanks, academics, and the chartering classes. Program director, I thought it's important that I give a brief overview of BRICS so that we all are on the same page in our understanding of what this BRICS is and what it is not, as we've had so many naysayers giving meaning to what we joined. Building from what the executive mayor explained, I'll just give a brief background of when it started in terms of the summit that we had in 2009 in Yagarinberg in Russia, where the leaders of Brazil, Russia, India, and China came together to discuss global challenges and explore cooperation. If you recall, that was the time when it was popular to talk about the emerging countries or economies. 
In 2010, South Africa was invited to join the group, hence we now talk of BRICS. It remains a group of leading emerging markets and developing countries and nothing else outside that. Countries that begin to appreciate their strength economically, look at the challenges that are faced by their own people, and therefore identify commonalities to say how can we join hands together in order to collaborate and be able to change our people's lives, leveraging on each other's strengths and building the on the weaknesses that we have. The original purpose of establishing this platform was to create a platform for dialogue, cooperation and coordination among the member countries. The main objectives included promoting economic development, as the mayor has said, enhancing trade and investment, and strengthening political and diplomatic ties. BRICS sought to represent the interests of emerging economies in international platforms and contribute to global governance reform. It is only when you understand what you stand for and what those are surrounding you stand for that you are able to say, now we can dialogue, where do we disagree, and how do we then try to find each other in order to benefit the people that we lead. BRICS has also emphasized the need for a more equitable and inclusive global order, advocating for reforms in international global governance and financial architecture, institutions and systems, the UN General Assembly, the UN Security Council, the World Bank and the IMF, amongst others. The initial rationale for establishing BRICS have evolved to some extent reflecting the changing and more complex global landscape and priorities of the member countries because countries evolve. And therefore at all times we ought to make sure that we keep up with the times in order to address the challenges of the day. The world today is much more different than a decade ago with more complex geopolitical and economic challenges as you have read, as you witness every day the things that are happening in our world. The foundational shared value of BRICS member states is the need to restructure the global political, economic, and financial architecture to be more equitable, balanced, inclusive, and representative. This is what we stand for. BRICS champions the interests of the broader global south. Since South Africa was invited to join in December 2010, the country chaired the formation in 2013, 2018, and now again, in 2023 when you are alive and participating in it. Our participation in BRICS is premised on the country's national interest in line with the National Development Plan and the medium-term strategic framework of 2019 to 2024, priority seven to be specific. Our country emphasizes concrete cooperation that contributes both directly and indirectly to the priorities of a better South Africa, a better Africa, and a better world through its partnership with key players of the Global South on issues related to global governance and development. Therefore, as when you have the African president taking interest in what is happening globally and therefore taking an action to say, ours is to stand for peace. And if we stand for peace, we've got to make sure that we mediate across all those that are involved in war, irrespective of how others feel about that. The theme for South Africa's chairship this year is BRICS and Africa, partnership for mutually accelerated growth, sustainable development, and inclusive multilateralism. This theme emphasizes the continued value of BRICS as a partnership of leading emerging markets 
and developing countries providing leadership and momentum towards global growth, sustainable development, and inclusion of the global south in the world system. Our theme reflects our vision of BRICS as a partnership of leading developing countries providing leadership, momentum, and solutions for global growth, sustainable development, and inclusion of the global south in the world system. The theme also informs our five priorities for this year, and these are the priorities. Developing a partnership towards an equitable, just transition. It cannot be just if the society is unequal. Transforming education and skills development for the future. Unlocking opportunities through the African continental free trade area. Strengthening post-pandemic socioeconomic recovery and the attainment of the 2030 Agenda on Sustainable Development. And lastly, strengthening multilateralism, including working towards real reform of global governance institutions and strengthening the meaningful participation of women in peace processes. The theme and priorities were developed through an inclusive national consultation process that included government departments and the South African chapters of the BRICS Business Council, the BRICS Women's Business Alliance, the BRICS Think Tanks Council, and BRICS Civil Forum in order to align our BRICS priorities with South Africa's national interest. The following five deliverables have been approved by cabinet. First, BRICS workshop on incident management, which focused on information sharing and best practice between BRICS computer emergency response teams. The establishment of the BRICS Center for Industrial Competence uh, to support the BRICS partnership on new industrial rev revolution, which is called the PARTNER. The negotiations should be finalized this year and the launch of the center is expected under South Africa's chairship in 2023. BRICS African Jet, which is your just energy transition, center of excellence to support the just energy transition through providing a source of information on latest trends and statistics. Identify opportunities and risks, analysis of key topics, assess skills, and develop training programs. This center could also be a platform for engaging partners, research bodies, regional government bodies, and business in Africa. The launch of the Energy Skills Roadmap, which is a partnership between the South Africa chapter of the BRICS Business Council, the South African National Energy Association, and the African Energy Leadership Center at VETS Business School to develop an energy skills roadmap for South Africa. We do need it. Establishment of a BRICS Africa Women's Business Alliance platform in order to create interlinkages that would unlock economic value with South Africa, the continent, and the BRICS countries for the development, growth, and sustainability of women-owned businesses as aligned to the African Union's Agenda 2063. Our active involvement in BRICS presents numerous opportunities for geopolitical advancement at a bi- and multilateral level. It also provides us an opportunity to advance our agenda of inclusive economic growth and advancement in small business, trade, infrastructure development, research and innovation, food security, energy security, and climate change, amongst others. Our participation in BRICS allows us to contribute to the shaping of global politics and governance, as I indicated earlier. As a prominent voice within BRICS, we can advocate for the interests of developing nations and drive more inclusive and equitable policies on the international stage. By strengthening our diplomatic ties with fellow BRICS members, we have also been able to forge and advance our strategic partnerships with our BRICS counterparts at a bilateral level 
that, that further bolster our regional and global influence. Every, every day when you go to international platforms, people talk of how Africa is a sexy continent. Everyone wants to have a touch and feel, but this time it is different. That is not only about just taking from Africa, but working with Africa to build Africa. BRICS also provides South Africa with access to some of the world's fastest growing economies, offering immense potential for trade and investment. China and India alone are poised to contribute 50% of global growth this year. China, 34.9% and India, 15.4%. Through enhanced economic cooperation with BRICS nations, we can continue to diversify our export markets, attract foreign direct investment, and stimulate inclusive and equitable economic growth. By leveraging our position within BRICS, we can continue to position South Africa as a gateway to the African continent, attracting global investors and bolstering our economy standing. This requires all of us to work together. This requires us to take deliberate decisions wherein we're not apologetic about the development of our country, the support that must be provided to small businesses, but at the end of it, to enhance localization that we have put in place so that we can re-industrialize South Africa and build the infrastructure that must indeed give effect to South Africa being the gateway to the continent. Our chairship also presents an opportunity to champion the needs of the small businesses. Of course, through targeted initiatives and collaborations with our BRICS nations, we can promote entrepreneurship as I've indicated and the focus on MSME development will contribute to job creation, foster inclusive economic growth, and empower historically disadvantaged communities. And this is not out of our saying. It is what South Africa has chosen through the development of the National Development Plan, which clearly articulated what ought to happen by 2030 and who is to do what. The program director mentioned earlier on that South Africa must create 11 million jobs by 2030 and the National Development Plan did not mean it's well, it's very clear that 90% of those must come from small businesses. If we are talking about unemployment rate today, we ought to ask ourselves, have we directed investments to the right place? Because if we had directed investments to the small businesses, we wouldn't be talking about high levels of, of unemployment. And this is where we're saying we want to utilize this platform of BRICS in addressing those imbalances. To say as government, there isn't much that we can do as we contribute 30% to the GDP, but 70% lies in the private hands. And therefore, working with our sister countries in the BRICS platform, we believe that we are able to build on that and overcome the challenges that we are faced with. As the department in the BRICS Conduct Group, we participate in the BRICS Conduct Group on economic and trade issues, which they call CIGETI. Uh, it's responsible for economic and trade matters as I said, if we are to address the challenge of unemployment, we've got to give SMMEs an, an opportunity, including big businesses, and it means we must be able to trade with each other. This is a key platform for BRICS members to exchange views on a range of economic trade and investment-related issues. The trade and investment cooperation framework has been established under the SIGETI, which provides a longer-term framework for enhanced coordination and joint action in the area of trade and investment, specifically around exchanging information about fairs and, and exhibitions and encouraging participation of SMMEs in the selected events in BRICS countries to enhance interactions and cooperation amongst SMMEs of the respective countries of BRICS. Of course, it doesn't end there. It means contracts must be signed. 
facilitating exchange of business missions and promoting sector-specific business-to-business meetings amongst the SMMEs of BRICS countries to enhance enterprise-to-enterprise cooperation and help initiate sustainable business alliances between SMMEs of BRICS with a particular focus on women and youth-owned SMMEs. Promoting the development of research and productive capabilities focusing on a sectoral approach, especially in agriculture and manufacturing, to build SMME competitiveness in support of broader objectives of inclusive growth and industrialization. As Cabinet, we have approved the Economic Recovery and Reconstruction Plan, and a key component there is localization, wherein we are saying we do believe that we must build our capacity, save our businesses that are investing here, from having to import everything, but be able to provide import replacement to certain products that can be found here at home. Improving the relations between large firms and SMMEs, including through better design and utilization of corporate social investment instruments and supplier development initiatives. Exchanging views and measures and approaches for integrating BRICS SMMEs into global value chains, and of course, creating a dialogue around Africa intra-trade to unlock opportunities. And at the center of this, as I've said, it is collaboration because we must realize that we have to coexist, but that has to be productive to both groupings. The BRICS platform offers us the opportunity to strengthen trade ties with member states, expand export opportunities, and reduce our dependence on traditional trading partners. Geopolitics forces us to look at that, and it means we identify the gaps, but be able to build our own capabilities in the respective areas that we know that we have challenges on, in particular in energy, in transportation, and telecommunications. Improved infrastructure will enhance trade efficiency, connect our communities, and position South Africa as an attractive investment destination. With BRICS, of course, we have a platform to collaborate on food security initiatives, exchange agricultural best practices, and address challenges related to climate change, the MEC, and the mayor spoke to this, and it is because of this province that is gifted with good climate weather, wherein they can invest both on crop or, 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 or grain farming and livestock. And if we do not leverage on that, then it means we don't know what we're doing, as much as the province also boasts uh, its capacity on the, on, the, on the automotive sector. There are things that go beyond that. How do we then unlock the value chains that seem to be locked and, of course, others refusing to open up space. And it is only when we're able to talk to each other, dialogue and find ways of finding each other in order to address that and understand the importance of unlocking the value chains and give effect to those that are excluded in their economy. But at the center of it, Executive Mayor and MEC is Eastern Cape taking lead in infrastructure development, addressing the logistical nightmare of this province in order to allow for trade for whatever products that are coming from the Eastern Cape, including processing of the raw materials that this province has. Globally, we've seen a rise in narrow nationalism, right-wing populism, violent extremism, and a shift away from multilateralism. The conflict in Ukraine and resultant fuel and food shortages have disproportionately impacted the global south. This underlies the current peace initiative led by South Africa together with the African states that I mentioned earlier. Of course, there are also some, some or about 20 conflicts taking place across all five regions of Africa, which undermine our efforts 
to give effect to the Africa Continental Free Trade Agreement. Again, BRICS countries can play a conflict mediation role as already illustrated elsewhere in the peace deals brokered between Saudi Arabia and Iran, as well as Saudi Arabia and Syria. If those countries and BRICS come on board, was they not affected as things stand? Just like we opted to go and negotiate for peace between Russia and Ukraine, was we not directly affected, but ours is to make sure that there's peace. And when there's peace, it means we can be able, all of us, to thrive and address some of the challenges that we're faced with. We're calling upon our BRICS partners to make sure that they help us resolve the conflicts that we have here in the continent. Topical issues of the moment include the expansion of BRICS, following China's reintroduction of the idea of the expansion of BRICS. Currently, many countries of the global south have expressed interest in joining BRICS. Overall, the expansion of BRICS brings opportunities for economic cooperation shared development models and increased political influence. However, it also poses challenges related to divergent priorities, economic disparities, and coordination. While the issue of criteria and whether it should only be limited to developing countries, developing economies is being discussed, South Africa's position is that we regard ourselves as the first beneficiary of expansion, and therefore, in principle, we support the expansion of BRICS based on careful consideration of opportunities and risks. Shouldn't enter into any marriage without looking at the strength, at looking at the risks, and be able to come up with mitigating factors. Another typical issue is that of de-dollarization and BRICS trading in local currencies. BRICS countries have recognized the need to reduce the dependence on the US dollar and promote trade in their own currencies. Efforts have been made to facilitate trade in local currencies, aiming to reduce transaction costs and mitigate exchange rate risks. And in this regard, we are engaging our banks. To achieve this, BRICS nations have established bilateral currency swap agreements. These agreements promote trade and investment in their respective currencies, fostering economic cooperation within the group. Furthermore, BRICS countries have expanded their efforts to promote local currency trade with other countries in the global south. By reducing reliance on the US dollar in transactions, these initiatives enhance financial sovereignty, strengthen economic ties, and provide a counterbalance to the dominance of the US dollar in global trade. We have been actively promoting trade in local currencies to reduce this dependence and enhance economic cooperation within the group and with other countries. The last topical issue I would like to raise is that of the ICC, the warrant that is, must be issued against uh, President Putin. You have read, you have watched uh, what our president is trying to do. And of course, as the acting premier of the day has indicated, it is in our interest that during our chairship, South Africa hosts BRICS. And therefore, within the legal framework, we have to do what has to be done, and we're having our teams looking at that in order to make sure that, as I said, peace remains, and we do not undermine anyone, but we also get our sovereignty to be respected. In conclusion, Premier of the day, Executive Mayor, Members of the Diplomatic Corps, members from the BRICS community, business leaders from the Eastern Cape and stakeholders, 
the BRICS chairship presents us with, with remarkable opportunities across various sectors. Of all the provinces, it is the Eastern Cape that could most benefit from BRICS partnerships. The province has de-industrialized and is very dependent on the automotive sector. It has underdeveloped infrastructure, as I mentioned earlier, and has among the highest level of unemployment in the country. At the same time, the province has abundant natural resources, two special economic zones, numerous industrial parks, four universities and numerous TVET colleges, and most importantly, leadership that will support trade, investment, and tourism partnerships. The depth and strength of our BRICS partnership allows us to bring multiple BRICS solutions to the table, including financing, trade, investment, industrialization, skills development and training, research, development and innovation, as well as partnership with African countries and leading countries of the global south. As the department and the broader economic cluster of government, we will be a part of those solutions working with you all, but unfortunately nobody's going to deliver it for you. We need the Eastern Cape to step up, which means we need both business, academia, and everyone to realize their role in the economic journey, in the economic freedom journey that we are undertaking. Program Director, allow me to thank you for affording me an opportunity and thank everyone that is here.